You're hanging out with Lori and Brittany right now. And today, you guys said, was the queen of Pop's birthday. No, yesterday it was. But you know what? For her, let's do a little bit of this. Oh, Madonna. She rang in her 63rd birthday in Italy with family and friends yesterday. Uh, Holly posted uh, the photos, but she's uh, with all six of her kids. So that's kind of fun because, you know, when the... Older kids don't know. I mean, she really has a range. Yeah, she does. <laughs> like uh, 25 to maybe 12. Yeah, they're all over the board. They're all over the board. and uh, But she's wearing a giant uh, Golche and uh, Gabbana like, cross it's thing like, on her head. It's like a crown meets like masquerade ball-esque yes. mask. Very. Cu- no, it's not Dolce and Gabbana. It's uh, the custom headpieces by Rinaldi Unardi. Mm. I'm so glad you clarified yes. that because I almost bought a Dolce I one. It. I know it. I know it. He's an Indonesian millionaire and accessory designer. Oh, okay. He's done lots of it. But she, she's got the filter going. She's got everything happening. Her makeup is looking amazing. She's got a skin-tight dress on. Everybody looks happy. I always think her boyfriend looks like her daughter's boyfriend. Yeah, no, that's very confusing. When I was looking at the kids' ages, I was like, wait, how old is this both one? Both she and Sean Penn, that was her ex-husband, mm-hmm. they both they both are uh, with, for a few years, like their 27-year-old partners. They've been together like three or four years, these two couples. The more I look at Madonna's recent photos, the more I realize I have no idea what she looks like anymore. I have no, I have no comprehension at all. I know. I know. It's really dissatisfying. It is. I, and, and and you don't know because there's always what how much of it is filters. Filter, yeah. I, I there's how much definitely is filter and how much is filler. I, right, it's a combo, <laughs> right. and it's it's a it's just. Anyway, just, yeah, she seems to be very happy that the whole family. And I don't know, I don't know where in Italy they are. I couldn't get an ID on that. Now the birthday photo that I really appreciated though that it just sums up the whole. You know, the the, the the difference. So Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. her husband, Joe Jonas, turned yeah. 32 yesterday. And she, uh, the Queen of the North, is covering up his package of the South. And he's just, I'm going to show the YouTube audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think my YouTube people are missing us. Now that oh, I know yeah. it's not real. It's yeah. real. Look at, they're loving this look right now. Look at that. Oh, look, they're clapping. Yes. Isn't I can, good? The cars are stopped to look. That's a really cute photo. So she's like barely covering. Is she the apple covering, covering the center, essentially? Kind yeah. of, yeah, with her <laughs> arm and her phone. So, she's so, so dang cute. cute. I can't, I'll never get then, over her. you know, there's Madonna, always just <laughs> running hard for yeah. Madonna. Yep, you know? yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Love it. Yep. But anyway, so those are the two birthday uh pictures and i just he turned 32 on sunday um joe joe jonas did you're saying yeah. uh and where is that photo even from their house in beverly hills no i mean is it her insta it's her insta okay yeah it must have been yeah one of her stories because i don't see it yeah well it was good i'm glad you shared it with us yeah, because yeah. that's a really cute photo Isn't god it? i love her i love her Sansa. Sansa. She was the best. Yeah, she... And she knows how to troll on the internet, and I love that. Yeah, she really does. Okay, so Lady Gaga's dog walker, the guy who 
got shot uh, protecting Lady her Frenchies. Her Frenchies, and he saved one, but the other two were, ki- you know, kidnapped, but then returned for yeah. the reward that didn't happen because the crooks themselves returned the dogs of and course, they were on yeah. it. But Ryan Fisher shot in the chest last February. He has hit a bump on his long road to recovery, Brittany. After he was released from the hospital, yeah, he took off on a six-month sabbatical. Because when you get shot, I normally take a break. Yeah, nothing was going on in February. Everything's <laughs> locked down. He got in his 1991 <laughs> Ford Falcon, which might have been where he made a mistake. Because yeah. I, I wouldn't go across town in a 91 <laughs> Ford, Ford Falcon. Falcon. And let alone a six-month road trip across the U.S. But he, you know, he was doing this road trip. Anyway... His van broke down, and he is now launched. He he would like people to help him buy a new van and travel expenses, and he's looking for recommendations for retreats for trauma across the country as he goes across. And uh, he did this all on Instagram. He gave up his apartment, gave up his car, and hit the open road. And... Uh, apparently PTSD and, and depression have stowed away I, with him. You know, I have a lot of military friends um, because I was in the military. Yeah. And I don't know what, right? I always think that the, like, well, the way that you deal with this is like so long term. And I don't necessarily think it was a bad idea that he was like, I just need to get away. He need to get away. And I'm I'm very surprised that Lady Gaga didn't buy him a van. Well, I mean, who knows what she's given him? Right, um, right. I would assume. I need information. Yeah, he said uh, a few days ago. I said goodbye to Trudy, my quasi-reliable '91 Ford Falcon that drove like a boat in high wind, with just me, Trudy, and three stuffed animals that resemble dogs. I care for very much. I've just at times I've been scared. I've been lonely, but I've just wanted to do this. I'm two months in, but he doesn't have any savings and he's surviving on donations. He's yep. got a GoFundMe pitch. And he said he felt abandoned and unsupported at the outset of his trip, which means it's not just the Gucci family making the rude gestures in Gaga's general direction now because I feel like she could be helping him with this. She could be, but I also think he needs like some, like, you know, I mean, money is not going to solve his problems. Maybe not, but a nice van would help. It would him. help. It would help. Need to help him. He could sleep like, in the van. I feel like he just needs, I mean, uh, definitely to talk to somebody. I mean, what yeah. he went through was so intense. Yeah. And if, I mean, I get it. I get that you're like, I need to get out of here. I need to move. I need to groove. But like, you also, you got to, you got at some right. point look at your mental health and go like, what else could I? Well, I gotta do? add something. Maybe, maybe a telehealth. I can't be on the road right now. Maybe take a Zoom meeting here yeah. and there and talk yeah. to somebody. Right. I just feel like, man, that's intense what he took on, and it was in his everyday life. That's what always gets me. Like when I was deployed and, and extreme things would happen, at least it felt like I left that. You know, sometimes I'll have yeah. moments where, like, I'll remember something that where I like kind of clicks a little weird. But like, it wasn't like me walking down my own street. Yes, and something happened. I think that is more intense. I mean, that's why I personally think. Yeah. Than people that have dealt with stuff overseas, because there's something to like places that you call home and being invaded, or you know. Yes. Yes. Hitting that trauma close to home. Right. 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 Well, anyway, I hope Lady Gaga finds out about this. Me too. Yeah. Because I feel like she would do that. Now, here is something, you guys, that is really pretty shocking. Hmm. We heard this story yesterday. What? And Roger Friedman, 
who I adore. He runs Showbiz 411. He's an old time, been around the Hollywood business for a long time. He he was he wrote a column today that he was like, basically, you guys, why didn't Rolling Stone or uh, why were media outlets so quick to run with this story about Bob Dylan getting oh, sued with the third by a uh, from a, something that happened 56 years ago? When, and he so here's what he wrote. Here's what he writes, because okay. I think I'll rather than paraphrasing it. And he said yesterday. A woman sued Bob Dylan, our rock poet laureate, so you know how he feels about him, Nobel, yeah. Nobel Prize winner for sexual molestation. She said in her suit the incident happened exactly in April and May of 1965 at New York's Hotel Chelsea. She said he was 24 and she was 12. There's no explanation how a 12-year-old would be in a hotel without parents. That's just his aside. True. He said no one except my column bothered to check Bob Dylan's whereabouts for the time period of April and May of 1965. It wasn't difficult, folks. Bob Dylan was mostly on the West Coast in the month of April, many of the dates with Joan Baez continuing for March. And then on April 26, two days after a show in Seattle, Bob Dylan flew to London. He was in the UK or Europe until June 2nd. Um, she said this happened in April of May yeah. of 65. During that time, he and Joan Baez had their famed UK shows, which D.A. Pennebaker filmed for Don't Look Back, the most famous rock documentary of all time. Yeah. Which I don't even know about. I mean, but at, yeah, the, he's okay. saying, you know how easy this was to look. Yeah. yeah. Dylan also went to Portugal on vacation with his future wife, Sarah, with whom he would have four children. He and Sarah were married in the fall. So the accusations leveled by an anonymous woman who calls herself J.C. in the lawsuit are meritless. He wasn't in New York. He wasn't in the U.S. He wasn't staying at the Chelsea Hotel. A friend of his from that time told me Dylan couldn't even afford a swanky room, which is how TMZ described it, at the Hotel Chelsea, because it's not until July of 65 when his watershed single like a rolling stone was released that he would even have a hit record mm. so there was no money coming in yeah before july of 65 but the press didn't care they repeated the lie of the lawsuit as if it were true and he writes rolling stone made its life on access to dylan for 40 years went with it didn't question it real nice i wonder if john winner was still alive if that would have happened and and Roger says in his great song, Idiot Win, Bob Dylan predicted all this back in 1974. Someone's got it in for me. They're planting stories in the press. Whoever it is, I wish they'd cut it out quick, but then when they will, I can only guess. So. Dang. Dang. So look at that, Roger Friedman. And we were all kind of tiptoeing around this story. And we were like, okay, do we have... Do you go back? I mean, she's yeah. 12 and the Roger investigative gossip journalist that he is. He didn't. He worked that dig, hard. He didn't even work that hard to wow. find it out. Yeah, wow. that's because that story was everywhere. Mm -hmm. And of course, now they're Dylan. They're just ignoring it. Never complain. Never explain. That's the PR. Tactic, yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing to do. But anyway, hopefully this... I'm glad that Roger did yeah. that for us because uh, yeah. we're no investigative journalists over <laughs> no. here and we weren't going to do it. <laughs> no. But um, so that's good. Anyway.
Good. Thanks for bringing us that, Lori. Yeah. That was so interesting. Okay, listen, we come back. It's yeah. time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Holly. Good afternoon. Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Dirt Alert. Let's talk about Johnny Depp. A new court ruling has decided that Johnny Depp will get a second libel trial to try and show he didn't physically abuse his ex-wife, Amber Heard. Now, this was made by a judge, this ruling today, that uh, last November's lawsuit in the U.K., shouldn't derail this second case against Amber Heard over the op-ed published in the Washington Post in December of 2018. Now, Amber Heard had been arguing in the Virginia court that they should recognize the UK judgment. And since both actions centered on whether Depp was a domestic abuser, declare the matter already adjudicated. But right. today, the uh, judge in Fairfax County, Virginia, rejected Amber Heard's motion because of the lack of privity. Now, Amber Heard may have argued her interests were aligned with the son. The judge says those interests weren't identical. So the judge writes the son's interests were based on whether the statements the newspaper published were false. False, excuse me. Heard's interests relate to whether the statements she published were false. It, because there are two different standards in the U.S. and the U.K. In, in, for libel. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Very, very uh, different rules about libel in both countries. So uh, this one is uh, set for early next year to go to trial. So, no, I know. I I wish he'd never sued the son. If he'd never if he'd gone with the never complain, never explain and never sued the son. Yeah. Just gotten divorced from her and just put his wiener between his legs and walked away, you know, and realized that, you know, wow, that was a disastrous on my part too. You know, he was not a good man. Yeah. We would never know all these humiliating things that came out in that sun trial. I know. You would never know about the gelato in the lap of Johnny Depp. Yeah. And the the poop, of course. And the terrible treatment and the toxic and the drinking. And I mean, it's. No, nobody came out a winner on that one. No, no. Oh. Yeah. yeah, Now, interestingly enough, this ruling today in a Virginia court comes after Johnny Depp said that he was blacklisted from Hollywood because of all of this legal woe. Mm. So, you know, he's uh, he's out there, that Johnny Depp, and he's trying to work and trying to get his uh, movie distributed in the United States. Let's move on to Orange is the New Black star Laura Prepon. She's revealed that she left the Church of Scientology five years ago. <gasps> Well, I wish she would have told us sooner, but please tell us more. Well, actually, I think she kind of did. And so we're going to get a little interesting with this. So Laura Prepon is doing a new interview with People.com. Now, this new exclusive interview isn't really saying a whole lot. It's basically kind of a sponsored content situation. She's plugging her book that she wrote about a year ago. She also has a line of kitchenware, if you didn't know. We know her from that 70s show. And she has been... A very out loud vocal Scientologist, as well as the tall one getting the peanut butter out of the cupboards for Tom Cruise whenever they're together, because she's a tall Scientologist <laughs> yes. like Jen Allison. Yeah, so she says that I'm no longer practicing Scientology. She said, uh, she goes on to say that she's been open minded and she's uh, had a spiritual practice. But she goes on to say, I haven't practiced Scientology in close to five years, and it's no longer part of my life. Now, she says that she and her husband, Ben Foster, who never practiced Scientology, prefer meditation. She said, we meditate daily, and I'm really liking it. Now, you'd be curious on, like, okay, well, why 
are we talking about this at this specific moment in time, Laura Prepon? Because right. because she's not really plugging anything that's absolutely new. She has projects out there. Well, she was brought into Scientology by Danny Masterson. Oh, and he is he is going to trial for raping three Scientologists and having the church keep it suppressed. And she starred with them on that 70s show. Well, exactly. Now, finding this article from June 30th of last year by Tony Ortega, the author of the Underground Bunker blog. Mm-hmm. He's been a guest on the Lori yeah. and Julia show multiple times. Well, in this article... You know, he was talking about last year how the New York Post suggested that uh, Laura Prepon was close to Danny Masterson in in all of these accusations against Danny Masterson in the Church of Scientology. Now, they said last year that she is not currently active in the church. So this isn't exactly breaking news. Right. But, you know, the Hollywood speak on this would be that this she wants to get it out there. She wants to deliberately mm-hmm. separate herself from the Church of Scientology publicly because Danny Masterson is heading to trial mm-hmm. and it's not looking good for him. And her husband, Ben Foster, who was engaged for a hot second to Robin Wright. That's right. Wow. Um, she made, makes a point in this story, I think, to say that her husband, Ben Foster, never was. Yes. And he was so great in Heller. Hell or high water. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Chris Pine. He's get, really good in that. You guys have no idea how many tabs I have up now because of what you guys have just given to me. Like, I'm like, Ben Foster married to Robin Wright. Wait, pre They were engaged. A, oh. yeah, I know it. I know. So she is wanting to really let us all know that before. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So she's getting ahead playing offense here being like, well, no, I haven't been in the church for quite some time. Don't associate me with Danny Masterson when he's on trial. Yeah, looks like Leah Remini can put Laura back on her Christmas card list. Mm. Yes, exactly. Now, I did see that Tony Ortega reached out to Leah Remini for comment about this, but he said that she's busy filming a game show right now. Okay. So we're going to have to wait on Leah Remini's comments about Laura Prepon saying that she's not in Scientology. Yeah, and I bet you anything... I'll bet you anything, Ben Foster's like, you're paying what? You're paying you're paying for the auditing classes that cost $18,000 a month or yeah. whatever BS they get from their celebrity people. And he, you know, probably like, hey, come on, babe. Yeah. 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 Like, we have kids. We have kids now. <laughs> you know? That, yeah. And then she also knows that they want to start indoctrinating the kids at about age six. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Yeah. it starts very young. So there's that story. Let's talk about Alex Rodriguez talking about his relationship with Jennifer Lopez. Oh, is he that desperate? Oh, thirst. The thirst is never (laughs) ending, you guys. So he says in a new interview with Entertainment Tonight that he's grateful for the incredible life that he had with Jennifer Lopez. She feels the same way so much that she can't even have it in public anymore because she has basically wiped Alex Rodriguez from her social media. (laughs) That is just pathetic that he's weighing in. Doesn't he have one friend or PR person who could say to him, you're not saying that. You don't need to look that desperate. I know. He's bringing the kids into it again, too. So he told Entertainment Tonight, Alex Rodriguez said, I had five years of an incredible life and partnership. And also with my daughters, we learned so much. So it's either with Alex Rodriguez, he is the doting dad. Mm Mm-hmm. 
who misses Jennifer Lopez as a parental figure in their lives and he's exploiting that. Or he's partying in the Mediterranean with a bevy of beauties. <laughs> like he can't decide. Make up his story yes, line. he can't make up a storyline. Alex, just go hard. Date as many people as you want. We you can be a good dad, that's yeah, fine. But right. like this that you're right, that thirsty J Lo thing is like, ugh. Doesn't look good. I want my A Rod to be just a horny little mess. Yeah, like, there you just go. go. Just a about. horny himbo. Thank just, you. <laughs> just embrace your true colors, yes. there, Alex. Living your truth. Yeah. Oh, there's a new podcast out that maybe claims that Britney Spears was secretly married to Jason Trawick in 2012. So we were talking about this, mm-hmm. and I just think something didn't get redacted that should have gotten redacted because yeah. all this stuff is legal documents, and she was with him hard for four years and remember holly he was just gone yes and it was like there was no explanation and we always thought they were like a cute couple but yeah and it's not the first time someone's married their manager yeah exactly you you know he resigned from being her agent to avoid conflicts they got engaged then they broke up he stepped away and then that was it that was it yeah yeah Mm. I don't know, mystery. Maybe it wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, that's the dirt this afternoon. Thanks, Holly. You're welcome. Duh. 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 This is the study of duh with noted academic journal skimmer, Lori. Everybody knows. Uh, yeah, everyone knows that, duh. That's right. I know not everybody loves this, Grant, but I appreciate that. I do. I I love these. These do make me laugh. Study of duh. Okay, this is a real study of duh. I mean, uh, but I guess maybe the number was shocking. So, buyer's remorse and online shopping. Would you believe that they go hand in hand? (laughs) Never. Never, Maybe some wine, too. Oh, man. It happens. Okay, so much so that the average American, they uh, theorize that people are spending about $899 online a year on disappointing items. Oh, I believe it. This underwhelming shopping list includes clothing, Uh ding, 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 60%, tech stuff, Uh 27%, toys or children's products. Yeah. And the specific, usually uh, the quality, the size, and the color as far as the clothing. And it turns out they're now basing on, you know, however, whatever age, but $70,000 in your lifetime on disappointing Amazon or Amazon products that you may or may not return. You know what? It's 70,000. Let's just, I'm just going to say this. If it's, and I don't even, remind me I said this because I'm going to need this advice the most. If it seems too good to be true, it probably is. Mm-hmm. Because I may or may not be in this little ring of dupes. Yeah. And so like, oh, do you really like these leggin- leggings from a specific company? Well, these people are the same distributor and they'll sell it to you for an eighth of the price. It's never the same. They're never. never- the same. No. And then you're like, I have all these nice leggings and then these like second tier leggings are like second tier items. Why do I have that? Why do I have that? So do you trust bad reviews more than good reviews? That's the question. Um, if you're looking at oh, reviews. That's a great question. Yeah. That's a great, because here's the thing, I, and it's for books too. I always find myself seeking out the four stars. Yeah. Because I want to hear the problems and I don't trust a five star review. There you go. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. 
I I've, I keep learning. It's like, yeah, if it was 20 bucks and you're expecting it to, you know, both clean, wash your car, do your taxes and help your vision, it's probably not going <laughs> to work. Sure. And then I just have a pile of crap somewhere. Yeah. I, I secretly want to foster a dog who just destroys things because I'm so sick of some of the stuff in my house. Yeah. People do trust in a way bad reviews more than good reviews. Oh. And... um uh, two and three say they trust product reviews with images or photos more than the ones yes. with just a text. And uh, they trust people at trust, but they don't always read them. And sometimes they just get excited and they just like buy things like a cat cave bed for $60 that the cat jumps in and breaks on the first use and yeah, not as advertised. Or goes lays in the box. <laughs> right. uh, but seventy thousand uh, dollars in your lifetime, you guys. I'll tell you what, That's there's there's something to that picture thing too, right? Because I always gotta find tall, like a tall person or who seems tall. And because it's never the same. Right. I'm I'm so sick. I bought so many dresses in my lifetime that are like, here's my crotch. Yeah. You, if you want to see my crotch, come on over. Yeah. Here it is. Um <laughs> Yeah. So okay. So this doesn't surprise us at all. But yes, that that number surprised me. Yeah, me too. That it's about nine hundred dollars a year you're wasting on disappointment. And if you're like many people, not everybody's good about returning. I know there me. was. Yes, I'm horrible at it. And they count on it. That's extra cash in their pocket, you know. In a way, last summer was the summer of let's <laughs> let's buy our feelings for sure. Yeah. <laughs> True. Right. Okay, here's another study of duh. Um, do you guys ever, when you have people over to your house and they sit in your spot, you, you do you have a spot? You Does everyone so have a spot? So I have family members that have, I would say, walk the edge of OCD. Uh-huh. I don't even think I have a spot. I don't think I have a spot anywhere. You're kidding. No. You're very unusual because two and three people have favorite spots depending on if it's the kitchen yeah. where they watch television, where they eat in maybe if there's a, a dining room or someplace where they're eating. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they'll actually tell people you're in my spot. You have to move. My father-in-law. God bless his heart. <laughs> yeah. God bless his heart. Well, John Arneson, if you sit in his chair, it is like, and it's so funny. The whole family knows and I'm always oblivious. Yeah. And they just, like, watch the interaction. This is not a surprise. I can't believe they had to study this, to know this, because I feel like this is... Do you have a spot? Um, I have a chair, yes, that I consider my spot. <laughs> it's my Eckerness. Nice. I don't have a spot when it comes to any other place, like, as far as dining. In okay, our... so no, none of your dining table, because I don't either. Yeah, yeah, but I do have a spot, and everyone in the family knows. Okay. And so if someone else is over, they go, oh, I'm in your spot, you know, and they'll... Is that <laughs> in like... case he has a spot, because he has his chair. So is it like a TV viewing yeah, spot? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think most people... Two out of three Americans have a spot. Yeah, I'm and, with you. Yeah. And Grant, you have a lot of animals, too, so I feel like a big part of me is just trying to sit near the animal That's, I want to sit near. It's basically, I have a spot wherever they don't get. It's I, I used <laughs> right. to have my own spot, but now it's like, how can I fit Bo yeah. on here and yeah. Junior and then Grizzly on the other one, and then mm-hmm. Lily and I will maneuver around that because yeah, they yeah, come yeah, first. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Dogs first. Uh, yeah. Five out of three Americans say it's a spot 
you know, on their sofa specifically okay. that they like. I mean, I definitely, like, we have two really good spots, but I don't have, like, one. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm, I'm in You're the minority. You're spotless. You're I'm in the spotless. minority. I'm just a gypsy tr- sitting are. anywhere. I think, have, I think having a chair makes it more of a designated spot, spot yes. because a couch, it's, like, kind of universal. If we had our own chairs, we would definitely have our own chair. But since we have two couches, it's kind of like right. wherever we lay, we go. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And people, 70% of people say they're very passionate about their quote-unquote spot and would feel uncomfortable sitting anywhere else <laughs> if they were home and they weren't in their spot. That's so wild to I me. Know. That's so wild to me. Creatures of habit. And also, they say, too, to do small changes to help with your uh, synapses. So, like, maybe, maybe... Me. John Arneson, yeah. you should let me sit in your spot once in a while because everyone knows it's the best recliner in the house. Okay, this isn't a study of duh, but I just love this study so much. I just thought I have to throw it in somewhere, but they have been studying the sunflowers. And right now, mm. sunflowers are, you know, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. in bloom. I just love that flower. I yeah. just think it's the happiest mm-hmm. uh, flower. So they, they've been studying sunflowers, you guys. Thank and goodness. Have you ever noticed or wondered when you've gone by a field of sunflowers or you've grown sunflowers or you've that the sunflowers always face the same direction? Yeah. I mean, I've never I've never thought about it, but they definitely do. They do. They you don't see sunflowers. Yeah. This way and that yeah. way. It's all like they're Insta all uniform yeah. and they're all the same. Well, why? Why is that? Why? They have a need for bees. Oh. And they turn their heads east towards the rising sun to go. attract bees. Mm, a need for bees. A need for bees. They always face east uh, to meet the rising sun, and it helps. Uh, it helps um, them attract more bees, which of course makes more sunflowers to cool. face east. Perfect. That's I know. cool. A little animal fact before the fair begins. I love it. <laughs> or a fl- uh, that was more flora. And, and, and flora. It walked insect as well. I yeah, think you're thank right. You. Yeah, I was a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Need for bees. Yeah, but I mean, you never really Knee-bees. have thought about it. But when you think about it, the next time you go by uh, yeah. any stock of sunflowers and notice they all are uniform feng shui facing the same way. You're welcome because now you have something exciting to tell someone you're uh, with. Yeah. I, that's I was going to say. It's a little known. It's a little Cliff Clavin. A little known right. Fact. It is a little Cliff Clavin. <laughs> All right, listen. We'll be right back. You guys treat me far too well. I go home and I, I get really mad. My husband doesn't have an intro song for me. It doesn't. <laughs> no, he doesn't. It pisses me off, Justin. Yeah. Get were, with it. Were you pretty happy about Britney's dad all of a sudden stepping down <gasps> from his conservatorship? I have one qualm. What? He made it sound like he was just like doing it by choice, and I wanted him to be yeah. shamed more. Oh, he's going to be. Thank you. Yeah. I know that you will do it, Lori, and I know well, that you'll I get think, it done. I think when they do the forensic. Uh, financials yeah. yeah i think so too because <sighs> i want i want it to be like because he i hate it when people get to step down and not face you know what face I, I just woke up today and decided i don't want to do this job anymore right. my own choice it has nothing to do with everything Goodbye. and then he slams the mom he says then he casts aspersion on britney again yeah. the yep. mom it yep. was so it's like yeah i just need him to be publicly um crucified but yeah and, well 
She's been showing us a little more this week. She's been very much the last two weeks getting in touch with her breasts. Yeah. Uh, not freeing the nipple because Instagram, the nipple is not free on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, for she, women. For women. Yes, that's right. Um, but she said, she said, no, guys, I didn't get a boob job in just a week, nor am I pregnant. I have boobs in these pics because I devoured food. Smiley face. Um, before I show you more pics of my body, I want you to understand my thoughts on exposing my skin. She feels better naked. I don't want anyone to see the big dimple on my butt, but I feel like performing made me too self-conscious about my body, and that's not attractive. And being naked makes her feel lighter after living with the weight of the world on her shoulders. I have no problem with this. I don't either. Show it all. I don't care. And one of the things I felt like we saw in Brittany, or at least I noticed it, seeing her on the two different tours, the circus, I saw circus and then I saw the one before that. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Even, you know, the clips sometimes you'd see in Vegas. And according to Cher, Brittany was being medicated every night for Vegas. There was a woodenness, and I never did go and see her at in Vegas. Yeah, but yeah. just like clips, of, there was a woodenness to Britney that she didn't have before. Yeah. And I think we thought it was like, oh, you know, she's, um, but it was her dad medicating her. Absolutely. Making her go on stage and stuff. So I think this is what, I mean, I don't have any problem with this either. Other people are like, oh, does this mean she's crazy? And I'm like, no. And you know what? First (laughs) off, it's the safest kind of crazy is somebody finding empowerment and like, Whatever she does for the next forever is going to be under a microscope anyways. So you might as well be we'll happy. Be free and yeah. You might as well do what you want. Yeah, show them. Show them. Everybody knows you show them because in 10 well, years you can look back and say, yeah. People were like, did you have a baby? Did you have a boob job? Yeah. And so this is just kind of her way of uh, doing it. So I have no and We've problem. talked about it too. There's, there is something juvenile about her, not only sense of humor, but her posts, right? Yeah. And we've talked about her becoming to fame so young and not really ever being in adult circumstances. So I wouldn't be shocked if we find out that the unfiltered Britney is a little bit maybe, you know. Late teens. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Show them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Chanum and Sandra Bullock mm-hmm. uh, uh, wrapped um, uh, their movie that they filmed together called The Lost City of D. <laughs> and Sandra Bullock is the romance novelist. And Chanum is the guy who's been her longtime cover model for every iteration of her book. Yeah. I think that's loosely the, you know, yeah. elevator pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know if they fall in love when they go out on the road for a book tour or whatever. She's 57. He's 41. He showed... Uh, he, they went into a pool yeah. together, and he said, that's a wrap on Lost City of D. I love this movie so much, I don't have words. I also don't have words for how special Sandy Bullock is. You know, I you just hear <sighs> over and over that she's delightful. Great, yeah. And he, you never hear a bad thing about him no, either. No. So I could just see them loving working together. I don't think there would be... Any ego or, you know... And, you know, Ryan was Ryan Reynolds was originally going to be... Channoms mm. in the lost city of D, and they were cute together. What was the, the proposal? Yeah, yeah, they were really cute together. I mean, but I do like a, a switcher upper. Same, same. Oh, he's her new cover model, ah. not the long time. And they take, uh, they go on a book tour only to wind up in the middle of a kidnap. 
in, uh, attempt that it takes him on a cutthroat jungle adventure. So it does have a little romancing the stone. Love it. Vibe, which that was like one of the greatest movies, premise, all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Douglas's wife at the time flew to Mexico because she heard how intense Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas's uh, attraction was while they were filming Romancing the Stone. Did they ever... Great movie. Great movie. But doesn't that kind of sound a little bit? You know, you got the romance novelist. Kathleen Turner was a romance novelist. Did Michael Douglas and her ever admit to doing anything or no? No, they they did not. It was just really hot. It it was just really hot and she wanted to. She could have. But she did respect he was married and then DeAndre did show up. Yeah. Um, in the middle of filming because it like for gotten the back. nick of time. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, um, but yeah, I'm very glad about this. So. I love it, and I love that he appreciates working with her because mm-hmm. there's some there's something oh, I, I do too. Yeah. I love her. What is not to love? And we haven't seen her in anything no. since the Bird Box, which was oh good. yeah, Great. which was so good. She, yeah, she probably because that came out during the pandemic. Yes. And so I probably hasn't been working. She hasn't, yeah. No, she hasn't been. And that was uh, that was based on a book. It was so good. And it was really good. But really it was good, and yeah. left on a cliffhanger. And the author of the book did write the yeah. next book. So I'm assuming Ooh. that she's optioned it. That would be oh, because I you would know love how that. that movie ended. Mm-hmm. It left. Yeah, definitely. The, there's not, more yeah. story to tell. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Channam and Sandy. Mm. So so good. And by the way, if you're what? a Cure fan. Their bass player right? quit. I heard this. I'm uh, Simon Gallup. After 40 years, bye. He announced on Facebook. He was. He just said this with a slightly heavy heart. I'm no longer a member of the Cure. Good luck to them all. And someone said, "Are you all right?" He said, "I'm okay. I just yeah. got fed up of betrayal." So he announced his name. We want yeah. more. Feed we us more. baby birds. Okay. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. Bye, Thanks, Laurie. Brittany. Job done. Off you go.